Let's lead off with a question. Uh, what is your dad's style when it comes to clothing? Is he one of those cool dads who's always found, finds a way to kind of be trendy, well-dressed decade after decade, or is he one of those dads who has to pass inspection every time before mom will let him walk out of the house? In either case, the dad in your life is going to love clothing from American Giant, and since Father's Day is right around the corner, now might be the best time to introduce him to their amazing products if he hasn't heard of them already. American Giant founded on the idea of making a difference with American workers, American cotton, American quality, so much of what our country used to be manufacturing products that last, and that's gone, but not at American Giant, committed to leading the way to show that Americans can still make quality clothing right here. So this Father's Day, give your dad something comfortable and stylish to wear and support American business in the process by American today at americangiant.com slash Glenn. Use his code Glenn for 20% off at americangiant.com slash Glenn. Once again, that's americangiant.com slash Glenn. You guys ready to rock? Let's do it. You bet. All right, here we go. So much happening that is disturbing, but is there more happening than meets the eye? We will discuss here this morning. Steve Dace filling in on the Glenn Beck Program. Did you know that magnetic tape, like what was used in VHS and camcorder tapes, was only made to last 10 to 20 years? And that's if it's stored in optimal conditions, which means your baby's first steps, kindergarten graduations, prom photos, they are fading away, especially if they're attic, basement, or garage. Digitize your old media with Legacy Box. It will stop the fading process by preserving your recordings. They will be safe forever. Plus, for a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale. Now, normally that's like 27 or 30 $30. At this price, there's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Legacy Box is the safest and easiest way to preserve your past, and it's been trusted by over a million families, including mine. In fact, we trust them to help us with the preservation of photos and film from the museum. Your memories are meant to be shared, not worn away with time. Don't let this summer's heat age your videotapes, films, and fade your photos. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Shop their $9 tape sale. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Filling in for Glenn Beck this morning is the show that's usually on after Glenn Beck each morning here on Blaze TV, or maybe we're new to those of you listening to us on hundreds of stations around the country. My name is Steve Dace, and if you are a Blaze TV subscriber, um, good news and bad news. Um, The bad news is you get me for five consecutive hours today, and that means that there really is no good news. There's just that. So my name is Steve Dace. I'm here with... 
my partners in crime, Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. We are the follow-up act on Blaze TV for those of you that aren't subscribers, and you should be at blazetv.com slash dace, just $10 a month if you want to subscribe to Blaze TV there. You can also subscribe to our podcast for free right now. Just look for Steve Dace Show, D-E-A-C-E, and you can go back and get a taste of um, why they only let us do this a couple times a year filling in for Glenn because we are best in, in small doses, microscopically small. Um, we have um, a lot to get to later on in the show today. Uh, the latter part of this program, the final two thirds, we are going to take a look at some of the wider spiritual implications of what is going on in our country. Because there, there are things being discussed and being debated, questions being asked, answers being given that are just unprecedented on a generational basis and frankly not all that encouraging unless we understand the signs of the times. And so we're going to try to do our best today to equip you to do that. As always, you can let us know what you think about what we think. You can email us, steve at stevedace.com. Follow me on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. You can look for me as well, Steve Dace on Facebook, Me, We, Gab, and Getter. Steve Dace Show on Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, we always value your feedback. But the first feedback we value is Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by the latest from the Biden crime family. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said Monday he's going to begin the process of holding FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress, despite viewing and being briefed by bureau officials on the subpoenaed document that alleges President Joe Biden was involved in a criminal bribery scheme. The FBI brought the document in question to Capitol Hill on Monday for Comer and ranking member Jamie Raskin, a Democrat, to review in a secure facility. That document is an FBI-generated form that allegedly describes a $5 million criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Late yesterday afternoon, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna raised a ton of eyebrows when she tweeted out the following, quote, just left meeting for House oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked. Based on the info, he is brought forward about the Biden family. Hmm. Moving on, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu tells CNN he's not going to run for president in 2024. When you look at what's happening out there, you obviously have a very large field. Um, of, I think the former president, Trump, is doing much better in the polls than folks thought. And when I looked at where my voice can be, how we make the Republican Party uh, bigger. The responsibility that I think I have in terms of focusing on the Republican Party and ultimately focusing on the, the opportunities for the country um, and having a little more of a candidate, a little more unleashed voice. Former Vice President Mike Pence has filed paperwork to run for president. Florida First Lady Casey DeSantis at this point may be the target of more hit pieces and pointed criticism from mainstream media than Jill Biden and Michelle Obama combined. The latest example is this headline from the Daily Beast. Casey DeSantis is the Walmart Melania. That's a piece from the executive editor at the Daily Beast, Katie Baker, attempting to trash cancer survivor Casey DeSantis. A former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the Intel Community Inspector General extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. The whistleblower is 36-year-old David Charles Grush, a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, 
and a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency in the National Reconnaissance Office. In an exclusive interview, he told the website The Debriefing that the information he obtained about unidentified aerial phenomena as well as the aforementioned extraterrestrial crafts have been illegally withheld from Congress, and he's filed a complaint alleging he suffered illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures. The social media accounts for the children's television shows Sesame Street and Peppa Pig, as well as the children's toy Play-Doh and Little League Baseball are among those children-centric organizations who came out this weekend with rainbow-adorned posts doing the Sieg Heil to the rainbow flag. Meanwhile, Target's stock has been downgraded by J.P. Morgan from essentially a buy to neutral, meaning the country's largest bank is souring on the company's value. In completely unrelated news, or not, this video from several years ago of BlackRock CEO David Fink is making the rounds again. BlackRock, as you know, is that multinational huge investment company. This video says a lot about what you're seeing from huge corporations during the month of June and throughout the rest of the year. You have to force behaviors. And if you don't force behaviors, whether it's gender or race or just any way you want to say the composition of your team, you're going to be impacted. And it has to be imbued in the culture of a firm. It has to be talked about. It has to be shown. Behaviors across the entire firm in every region have to be similar. And every citizen of the firm has to understand what is acceptable behaviors and what are unacceptable. YouTube is reversing a policy that banned all commentary about elections being stolen or rigged. In the aftermath of the 2020 election, YouTube enacted the policy removing all content that stated or insinuated the election wasn't the most secure election in human history. In reaction to this news, CNN's Kirsten Powers, who wrote the 2015 book, The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech, had this to say. If, if the problem is that, oh, people aren't going to be able to upload things that Republicans are saying, maybe Republicans should stop saying it. Right. Is that not the solution to the problem? I Apple has unveiled its brand new augmented reality headset. The company says the product named Vision Pro will revolutionize wearable technology and create a new platform for consumer computing. The AR headset will retail for about thirty five hundred dollars when it goes on sale. And finally, this from the Babylon Bee. Apple allows child laborers to wear vision headset at work. So it seems like they're at the playground. And that's what happened while we were away. First, I want to thank the Daily Beast for reminding me I've got to go to Walmart actually later today. So there's that. I got to add that to my to-do list. Um, I think the timing of YouTube, which is the second largest search engine on this planet, the largest video provider on this planet, I think the timing of them lifting the uh, the moratorium, the censorship ban on questioning elections, I, f I find that to be multi-tiered. I mean, just yesterday, I think it was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said he still thinks that John Kerry won the 2004 presidential election, for example. So I think you could look at this a couple different ways. Um, uh, you know, if you have to sometimes look at things from your opponent's perspective, not to say that you should adopt your opponent's views, but to strategically understand where they are coming from. They think discussion about relitigating the last election is a loser for our side. They think that. 
So since YouTube is an instrument of their side, it could very well be that they are lifting it now that we are heavily into the primary season and everything else. And yes, you guys keep running on relitigating the 2020 election because that's unpopular. I could see that being the strategy over there at, at Google YouTube. I could see that being the strategy there. Um, it, it could also, you could also uh, maybe assume that they are looking at some of the polls recently and, and, and contemplating they might lose. That's and, it. And they need to be the ones questioning the integrity of elections moving forward in 2020. 2025 and beyond so let's just go ahead and uh, lift that puppy right now and uh, clear the air thoughts whatever the worst possible explanation is it's that probably one. that one that, that's true you think it's the latter more I so do. than the former absolutely yeah, I, I could see that as well uh, on the the biden crime family stuff here here's where i am at on all this stuff and it's why if you follow me on twitter at steve day show you don't see me pontificate with long threads about it uh, these stories and it's not like i'm not interested i'm not informed and don't care um, I want the Republican Party to prove to me that it is interested and it cares. Otherwise, it's just a talking point. Anybody, anybody shocked? James Comer from Kentucky has a lifetime liberty score at Conservative Review of 75%. That's very average. Average and really indistinguishable. It, it, he's not excellent at anything. And now suddenly he is the Ezekiel watchman on the wall with the Biden crying family. Come on, man. I mean, it's more they, likely he's carrying water for Democrats yeah, if I mean, they're going to exit Biden stage left. Yeah, I mean, it, well, convince them that they give them the ground to do that. But this is a week after they sold us out on the debt ceiling. And we'll get to that at the bottom of the hour with our good friend and colleague here at Blaze Media, Daniel Horowitz. How the Republicans essentially, uh, Republican leadership, essentially took every last meaningful fight we were going to have in this Congress and punted until 2025, thus making your vote in the 2022 midterms irrelevant already. Unless, prove me wrong. I don't want any more. This is all a dog and pony show and contempt of Congress and everything else with Chris Ray. This is, this is Kevin McCarthy three weeks ago tweeting out, Adam Schiff should be expelled from the House. Is there anybody that has an a job that might make you uniquely positioned to to pursue such a an, an, an action with you know like if there was somebody who like led the house you know presided over it and and like had a symbol like you know a, a gavel or something in their hands that would and, and a seat that clearly demonstrated that they were in charge of this uh, fine institution this venerable institution that was uniquely empowered to pursue said action but uh, apparently no such office exists so we're just gonna tweet things all right so I don't want to hear the speaker say Adam Schiff should be expelled. I want to watch him expel him. I don't want to hear any more talking points or press conferences or cryptic tweets. All right. Do or do not. There is no try. Faith without works is dead. Get off your rear ends. Do your damn jobs. We don't care. Enough. This is just all talking points. Democrats had the exact same slim majority, man. They end up impeaching Trump for stuff he was proven correct about. Ukraine and quid pro quos enough action or nothing nothing in between and I say this in conservative media I don't need your talking points I can program my show on my own thanks no more just do your damn jobs back in 60 seconds
If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. All right, back here on the Glenn Beck program, Steve Dace filling in from the Steve Dace Show alongside Totters and Aaron McIntyre, filling in for our great Blaze TV patriarch, the Hall of Famer, Glenn Beck today. Much of our show this morning is going to be devoted to what is happening in our culture in the unseen realm that is spilling out into what we are seeing in our dead, in our daily headlines. Almost said our deadly headlines. That would have been a Freudian slip. That would have been cash money, homie. All right. We will actually today have a follow-up because we're doing five straight hours. So the Steve Day show that you will watch after we're done here on the Glenn Beck program today uh, on Blaze TV will be a direct follow-up to this conversation. We're going to play a little game today. We're going to talk to a couple of really important thinkers on spiritual matters in the next couple of hours on the show. And then we're going to go right into our daily program on Blaze TV here on the Steve Day Show, right after Glenn here today. And we're going to take what they told us and they taught us and shared, and we're going to apply it to daily headlines. And I prepared a list of what I think are the, are the 10 most pressing contemporary political issues that we are looking at. And we're going to play a little game today, later today on Blaze TV. Demonic or just Democrats? Demonic or just Democrats? I mean, is it, is it just good old-fashioned political debate, albeit more radical than a previous era? Or is there more here than meets the eye? Is there more happening than we think? Um, and is the unseen realm spilled over into the realm that we can see and touch and feel? So we'll do that today right after we're done filling in for Glenn this morning. Five straight hours of us right here. If you are a Blaze TV subscriber, if you're not, you want to at least get the podcast. Just look for me, Steve Day Show, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. All right, elsewhere in Aaron's montage, I, I want to discuss Chris Sununu's announcement yesterday, because for those of you that don't know me or aren't familiar with our show, we live in Iowa, the first in the nation caucus state. We broadcast from there every day. That's where our studio is, in fact, in uh, the heart of Iowa, Des Moines, right smack dab in the middle of the state. And that was really how I cut my teeth in this industry was doing local uh, news talk radio on the big clear channel blowtorch there, WHO radio. Uh, and kind of stumbling into being influential in the Iowa caucus process. I, I was young, new, I didn't have a clue. I wasn't, I, I mean, I, I didn't really have an idea just how prominent 
that media platform was going to be and the doors that it was going to open for me. And it's just, that's just been part of what we do ever since. And so we're already been very involved in the caucus process. I've been involved in every Iowa caucus from a low level activist that walked my fellow Alan Keyes delegates to their seats at the Iowa straw poll in 1996 to, uh, you know, whatever it is that is that it is you see today. And one of the things I have to do every single cycle is clear up a crap ton of misconceptions about what goes on in the Iowa caucuses. Uh, Chris Sununu, not my brand of Republican, certainly. Uh, and, and understand pretty much any time a Republican, Republican talks about uh, growing the party, what they really mean is replacing you and, your, and diluting your voice. That's what it really means. So not my brand of Republican at all, but I'm into the truth. And the truth is he's very popular in New Hampshire. He has a 65% approval rating last time I looked. <clears throat> and that's actually down from 72% a few months prior. Him not running for president is a big deal because you have our traditional Iowa, New Hampshire parlay. And if he were to run, I, I get emails from grassroots activists in New Hampshire. We don't like him. And I, I, I'm sure you don't. But you're only going to be a small, it's a primary, not a caucus in New Hampshire. I mean, more than a quarter of a million people are going to vote. And so sort of that, you know, low information GOP primary voter that loves sending Lindsey Graham to the Senate for 30 years, they're going to have a big say in a state like New Hampshire, not so much in Iowa because of our caucus process. Um, and, and that kind of Republican loves G Chris Sununu, almost called him his uh, father's name, John. Um, him not running, though, means that will guarantee that New Hampshire will be fully um, contested. I'm not sure what the only two candidates who really matter, Trump and DeSantis. I'm not sure how they would have handled New Hampshire if he were not in the race. But for people who say all that matters is national polls, keep this in mind. No Republican that didn't finish in the top three in Iowa has ever won the presidency. No Republican, who, except one who didn't finish in the top three in Iowa, has even won the nomination. And he finished fourth by 0 0.39 points. And 10 of the 12 Republicans to win the presidency since the primary process that we know today began in 1976 uh, won the New Hampshire primary. So, and all, I think five Republicans ever have won both Iowa and New Hampshire in the same cycle. And every single one of them became the nominee. So yeah, you bet your rear end, these early states matter quite a bit. Uh, and, and now we know, what is it today, June 6th? We know now for sure that both Iowa and New Hampshire will be fully contested and fully open as our traditional primary parlay. So the calendar now is set and now they're off. The race is on and may the best man win. All right, when we come back here in a moment, I mentioned earlier the debt ceiling deal that was cut last week that essentially took every meaningful fight that you voted for a Republican Congress last year off the table until proven otherwise. One of them is a reckoning of what was done to this country the last few years via COVID-19. People still have not been held accountable. We still don't have a Nuremberg-like trial and Nuremberg-like punishments. And there's new data out that shows we need it now more than ever. We'll discuss next. Genucel is the best in skincare, and they've now upgraded their most popular package, featuring their top-selling deep-firming vitamin C serum plus ultra-retinol moisturizer 
for 70% off. Why waste time and money to go get work done to your face when you can get GenuCell skincare shipped right to your door? Robert in Blessing, Texas says, I purchased GenuCell as a gift for my girlfriend. She said she saw results so fast that we joined the concierge program. It's the best skincare she's ever used, and she's extremely impressed. Her skin is noticeably softer and smoother. I see and feel a difference, too. She was already beautiful, and GenuCell has made her more beautiful. GenuCell's secret is a family recipe they have used for over 20 years. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for both men and women. For a limited time, visit GenuCell.com slash Beck and save over 70% on GenuCell's most popular package featuring both GenuCell's Ultra Retinol and GenuCell Firming Serum. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck right now. You'll also receive a complimentary spa box with every package plus free priority shipping. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Doing our best to protect free speech and truth from constant attack. More Glenn Beck after the break. All right, back here on the Glenn Beck program, Steve Dace filling in alongside Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. We are the Steve Dace Show, and if you are a Blaze TV subscriber, you know who we are, and you're going to get plenty of us today, five straight hours of us here on Blaze TV. So our show is still to come after this one. We're going to spend a good deal of time the next two hours on the show looking at whether or not more than meets the eye is happening in our culture today. When you look at the sorts of debates we are having are having now, they have crossed over long ago, from the political to the existential. So we'll get into that over the next couple of hours, but we're going to have a bit of an existential conversation right now. Earlier this year, uh, my colleague here at Blaze Media and I, uh, my colleague Daniel Horowitz and I, we wrote a best-selling book that was released earlier this year, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial. So this never happens again. You can still, if you've not gotten the book, it is still up on Amazon right now, by the way. You can also... Uh, try and read the introductory chapter if you want for free at trialsandexecution.com, trialsandexecution.com, or just get the book on Amazon. We structured this book after a mock Nuremberg trial. And if you know anything about Daniel and I, we brought receipts. When you put Daniel and I together, you get 400 pages of them. That's how many receipts are in this book. And a lot of the receipts, though, come in the way of witness testimony, interviewing whistleblowers from the Department of Defense, the the healthcare sector, uh, individual Americans who greatly suffered the last few years under the lockdowns, the masks, um, the the edicts, uh, the, the poison poke that we are still suffering from today. And last year, it... it <laughs> The Republicans keep, in, in Washington anyway, keep finding a way to actually out-pessimist uh, me. Like, I was convinced, even, even in my normal pessimistic self, that they would give us some form of tribunal on COVID, even if it was just the origins of the virus, because they'd need to keep us occupied, because I knew they would surrender on the debt and everything else. They couldn't just do nothing for two years. They had to feed us something to keep us distracted. Well, lo and behold, as we welcome Daniel Horowitz to the program, Daniel, we are sitting here now in early June. They have been in Congress now, the Republicans in charge for six months. They have provided us absolutely nothing of substance on COVID, its origins, on any of the other um, alleged solutions that were worse than the disease. Nothing for six months. And with this debt deal, they basically are going to continue to finance this now into perpetuity. And this is coming, ironically, my friend, at a time that all kinds of data is coming out now and from a lot of mainstream sources 
verifying the kinds of things people like you and me have been saying for years, and we document in our book, Rise of the Fourth Reich. All right, let's come back to me. Apparently, we're having issues with them hearing Daniel Horowitz, and we're not, we're not exactly sure why. So let me start. Aaron, can you work on that for us, please? And then let, let, me, let me just give you an example of some of the data that has come out just recently uh, off the top of my head here. Um, latest, study, latest data out of the UK, finding about 90% of those who died with COVID um, in the most recent report were actually uh, fully jabbed. Fully jabbed, 90, 90, 90%. Which means what? Three to four shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would that would mean a, that would mean a, a dose and a booster now under the current definition. Yes, um, we uh, we've we've seen studies where the the poke leads to um, what are called uh, blood clots, ocular blood clots that 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 can lead to blindness. Um, I think we have Daniel back. Daniel, you're there. Let's try it again. Can you yep. hear me? All right, go ahead. Uh, start over with what you were saying. Apparently, they couldn't hear you on in, in Radio Land. I want to make sure they hear everything you had to say. So start over, brother. Sure, Steve. I mean, here's the deal. The worse these shots get, or at least the more they're exposed, the less Republicans do about it. When we said that there needs to be a reckoning for if there's not a reckoning, this will happen again. I didn't think it would happen that quickly. They are already doing what they did with the COVID shots on RSV. A lot of people don't realize that within the last few months, the FDA and CDC advisory committees held hearings on the RSV shots from GSK and from Pfizer, and they admitted that there's problems with Guillain-Barre syndrome, there's problems with prenatal, uh, birth, you know, premature births. There was a woman, a pregnant woman in her 30s who died in the GSK trial. In the Moderna trial, Moderna has not been approved yet, but it will, there were 200 adverse events, 10 serious ones per one mild case avoided based on their fraudulent data, so you have prima facie negative cost-benefit matrix there, and they approve it anyway. This is going to go in the arm of every senior, and then they're going to go down the totem pole uh, to children. They're going to put it on the uh, child vaccination schedule. RSV was the original shot that had negative efficacy. As you noted, we find out every day the data and the mechanism behind the data of why there is negative efficacy um, as, as the antibodies wane. Um, antibodies are not lollipops. I mean, I think that's what we should all learn. You would think people with MDs would understand basic pre-med immunology, but God created the right sort of antibodies and the right amount and the right classification and the right time and place in your body. Now, maybe you could replicate that once in a while, Steve, but that, that's a tall order. The notion that we can um, prick people with 72 jabs before they're 18 years old, and, and that number is rapidly rising, uh, if we allow what's in the pipeline to get into people's arms, the notion that you could add all that inflammation in the body and you don't have autoantibodies is absurd. And I think... You know, th there's a lot we can talk about what has come out new since the book has come out. But to me, one of the biggest ones is that German study, which is now peer reviewed in journal vaccines that discovered this IgG4 classification of antibodies at insanely high levels in those who are jabbed with the Pfizer shot. And what's IgG4? It's really the Rosetta Stone to why to, to what we're seeing 
the more you inject, the more you infect. Rather than them being neutralizing antibodies, they're tolerating antibodies. So they're a Trojan horse that they tolerate the pathogen, which is why you get it more often. But what what the peer-reviewed version showed, Steve, it's not just the negative efficacy. What happens when you suppress the immune system? When you tamp down, you compete with the proper neutralizing antibodies for these tolerating antibodies. Well, they say increased IgG4 synthesis due to repeated mRNA vaccination with high antigen concentrations may also cause autoimmune diseases and promote cancer growth and autoimmune myocarditis. So meaning not just myocarditis from the spike protein, the blood clotting, but also from your body itself, the immune system attacking the heart muscle and increased cancers Hmm. because – you know, every time you're talking about immune suppression, so you have negative efficacy against pathogens, we're seeing a lot more respiratory viruses. We're actually seeing an uptick in RSV because of the COVID shots. Oh, and now they have leaky RSV shots to deal with that. Have you killed and have you inherited, as Elijah said to Ahab? But in addition, you're going to see cancer because your immune system is also a surveillance against cancer. I mean, this is a German peer reviewed study. In vaccines, obviously, we have the Cleveland Clinic study that achieved peer review recently, uh, 50,000 healthcare workers showing a direct correlation with the more doses you had, the more often you get the shots. There's another and study there out of Germany no that, pardon me, Daniel, there's another study Study came out of Germany just last week that showed mysteriously, that, that's, that's almost exactly the wording. Something happened, we can't tell you what it is, but something happened in the spring uh, of, of 2021 that, that ever since has led to this uh, abnormally high spike in excess deaths. And the timetable just happens to coincide with that here in our country. Yep. That, that, there was that German study as well. And, and what's important about that is, is that this is a long-term problem. So the hope is you maybe flush the spike protein out of your body after a couple of months. But, but the problem with that is long-term autoimmune, long-term you know, diminished cancer um, surveillance among your immune system, you know, various components of the immune system, and then again how your immune system could attack your heart muscle. That's a long-term problem because you, know, you look at some of what we're seeing in the UK. In the UK, the all-cause mortality increase is not going down. In fact, the week-ending March 31st, that's pretty recently, okay, it's about two months ago, almost nobody's getting new shots now. 21.5% increase in the five-year baseline of of, uh, excess deaths there. You had in Quebec uh, a couple months ago, they had the worst month of mortality of the entire pandemic. So these studies are starting to shed light on this. I'll share one more with you. We had quickly biologist Kevin McKernan on, on, on my podcast, and he's the first person to test the vials, and he found an unacceptable level of these DNA, double-stranded DNA plasmids floating around because um, the, the RNA is derived from, from DNA and it's taken from E. coli, actually, and they're supposed to take that out. You take out the contaminants, but they're there. And what he was concerned about is that this could pretend a greater risk for anaphylaxis, for blood clotting, for developing resistance to antibiotics. 
um, gene integration as well, mm. because now you got the DNA floating around in there. And then also the long-term production of spike protein, because the question is, do you have the DNA, which is the, the, the gun, to fire more of that mRNA to produce the spike long-term? And when you start seeing on, at an epidemiological level, all of this record high excess mortality long after the take-up of the vaccine, when really nobody is getting it, that lends a lot of credence to the fact that this might be a long-term problem and that the estimated, according to Ethical Skeptic and other data points we've seen, about 550,000 vaccine deaths in the U.S., that could just be the opening act. So essentially what went on here is for up to six months, depending on where you live in the country, you were denied anything other than emergency care. That means pre-screenings, uh, any kinds of things that they would do traditionally for age groups on any serious maladies, and particularly with cancer or heart disease, you were denied those things uh, because of COVID and the lockdowns. And then right out and shortly thereafter, they introduced a, a toxin into the, into the, into the community uh, and into the country right after they denied you six months of preventative health care because you cannot mess with the immune system at warp speed. That's what happened here. When we come back, I have a ratio and a big one last big question I want to ask my co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich, Daniel Horowitz, our colleague here at Blaze Media, in a moment. Glenn Beck. Are you feeling trapped by your mounting credit card debt, making minimum payments month after month only to see the balance barely even moving? Many Americans right now, with today's economy, sky-high inflation, and rising interest rates, they are stressed to the max. If you own a home, there is a smarter way to tackle that debt. Maybe unlock the power of being a homeowner with American financing. You can use the equity in your home to pay off your high-interest credit card debt. Imagine saying goodbye to those never-ending interest charges. The best part, they're customers are saving an average of $700 a month. Their salary-based mortgage consultants will walk you through all of the savings, no upfront fees, no obligation, and you could close in as fast as 10 days. And if you start tomorrow, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. American Financing. The time to act is now 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. org. All right, back here to close out hour one on the Glenn Beck program. I'm Steve Dace alongside my colleague and co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich, Daniel Horowitz. Daniel, as you know, back in January, Rasmussen came out with a poll that showed about 7% of American households believe uh, that uh, they know or someone they know had suffered some form of a, a serious adverse event or died as a result of the COVID vaccine. Also that month, a Michigan State professor came out after looking at the CDC's V-safe data in 2021, so just the first year of the vaccine rollout, and he found that there was about a 7% uh, at serious adverse event ratio within the V-safe data. I did the math on that. So if 2.1% of COVID infected were hospitalized, according to CDC, 0.6% is the COVID IFR. And both of those are before we stratify for age and comorbidity. Uh, and 
suffered a serious adverse event. That would mean that you were 233% more likely to suffer from the jab than be hospitalized from COVID, and that you were 1,067% more likely to suffer from the jab than die from COVID. And that's actually using 2021 data when the jab was the most efficacious. I've got about 90 seconds left. What's, a, Steve, what's the big point the from what act. I just said? Again, the, the cost of COVID is sunk, not that this work again, worked against it anyway, but as far as the cost of the vaccines, that's just the opening act. That's what's important to remember. We need all that money that, by the way, Republicans refuse to claw back in the debt ceiling deal for vaccines. We not need that going into treatment because then there's the issue of the next generation. What we found is that the European Medicines Agency has all these post-pharmacovigilance uh, documents and 54% of the 458 pregnant women that they observed experience adverse events. 11.6% experience miscarriages. And most notably, six of the babies experienced serious AEs that they caused, that they considered that the vaccine transferred transplacentally. That is a term they use, transplacentally. Hmm. We now know it transfers through the placenta. We know it transfers through the mother's milk, and we know that the cohort of people still getting the vaccine because they're pressured like anything are pregnant women. Hmm. So we're not even done with it for this generation, but we now have a problem even for the next generation that themselves didn't necessarily get the shots. And there is no reckoning, even as they're doing the same thing with RSV, flu. And by the way, they're going to create these annual combo shots. All right, we got to go. Hey, are you up to date on your COVID flu RSV booster? This is still going on. Thank you, Daniel. Good to see you. Get your copy of Rise of the Fourth Reich. We'll be back with hours two and three. Is there more than meets the eye happening in America today? We'll discuss next. The Glenn Beck Program.